happy Thursday night. I'm fired up. We got Thursday night football. We got Sabres after dark. What more could you ask for, Maniac? Nothing, honestly. It's a blessing. Having that Sabres after dark lets you enjoy that first quarter of Monday night, or I'm sorry, Thursday night football. Lets you get into that college basketball slate. I mean, it's really all you can ask for as a gambler, as a sports enthusiast. Great Sunday, or sorry, I don't know why my mind is on Sunday. <laughs> Bills fans is us. Great Thursday night on deck. You start off with Monday night, then you go to Sunday night. But folks, it's Thursday night football. Show sponsor, Uncle Jumbo's Vodka. I mean, the stuff, you put it on ice, it flows, it tastes so good. Maniac, have you had this stuff before? Yeah, oh my God. Been drinking it all season, especially at the UB games. Hate to say it. I mean, we were doing a little project with a train wreck the other day, and all of a sudden, a couple jumbos deep, the project turns into a party. Yeah, it's never good. You have a couple of those, and you're already, it feels like you're four or five beers deep. But let's get right into it. So, Maniac, I'll start with me because I know you, you haven't been on the show in a little bit, but I'm awful in college basketball right now. I'm three and nine in my last 12, but NHL, I've hit seven in a row. So, I, I don't know about you. I don't know where you're hot, where you're cold, but I can't figure out college basketball right now. Well, it's hard to lay off the college basketball slate because there's so much. You yep. know what I mean? There are so many options. And, you know, the nice benefit, you're getting those November tournaments. You're getting a 1 p.m. Thursday game. I mean, I hate to say it as those degenerates know. It's great when you've got that daily action, something to take your mind away from maybe the cubicle, something else. Great to put that five-unit play on, say, like a Marist at 3 p.m. on a Thursday in November. But the college basketball slate, it's a tough temptress, especially before January and February when those teams really start to hit their stride and things come into flex more. It's very difficult. And obviously, that's why you're having a tough time. And I've stayed away from it for the most part. And that's exactly with these 11 a.m. games, you got like Holy Cross playing. Like, you got to remain composed. You can't fire a five unit bomb on these plays. You cannot get out of control thinking you're way too cocky and confident. You got to just stay, you know, stay the course, maybe one unit. Stay away if you have to. That's the beautiful thing about gambling is you don't have to bet it you know what i mean so like stay away i think but i think i think one of the tough one of the toughest things for any degenerate to do honestly it's a, one of the hardest plays to make is no play exactly so let's let's get into tonight though we got thursday night football love to hear your thoughts on this matchup we got the dallas cowboys coming off that loss against the bills in chicago tonight the uh the boys are minus three over runners 42 and a half yeah, so you have two teams both coming off Thanksgiving games. So the fact that they played last Thursday, both of them is kind of moot. Obviously, Dallas was at home. Chicago was on the road. Um, but it's two teams that were kind of are kind of going in opposite directions. Uh, Chicago's kind of righted the ship, winning three of their last four. Dallas has been in a free fall, and obviously last week's game against the Bills hasn't done anything for that. You know the numbers, Al. It's uh, Bears are getting three at home, and I'm seeing an over-under of 43. Um, a very interesting, uh, total. I think they're really asking you, I think they're tempting you with that over under. I think they want you to plug that over that under thinking that, uh, Dallas is going to run the ball. Thinking that Chicago is going to, you know, that top 10 defense is going to show up at home in a big primetime game. Um, so with that said, I don't want to, am I getting ahead of ourselves here? I mean, my first initial lean yeah. looking at this, when I, when this line Look, when I looked at it, I'm thinking everyone's got to be on the Cowboys because oh, definitely. You know, people hate Trubisky. But you're right. They have right of the ship. They've won three out of four. And I look at that over under 42 and a half, too. I'm like, I like under. I, my automatic lean was under. 
I can't see a lot of points being scored, especially with this Bears defense. I mean, you had the Cowboys now in back-to-back weeks scored a combined total of 21 points against great defenses in the AFC East with the Bills and Patriots. I see the same thing here. I mean, the, the Cowboys' point total over-under is 23.5. I like the under there. I can't see the Cowboys right now in this free fall putting up a ton of points. Yeah, I think that a lot of people are expecting the Cowboys to bear down, obviously let their defense do the talking, and... Um... You know, especially I think that a lot of people are expecting the Cowboys to run the ball big time. When they got away from Zeke last week against the Bills, that was uh, when things tended to get away from them. I'm on the flip side of that. So, again, right, I'm just like you. When I looked at that 43, that I, I told you that was my first reaction. They want you to take the under. I, yes. I think they're tempting you with that number. They're thinking short week, quote, unquote, you know, weird environment, obviously. Both teams really need this win. Both teams yeah. absolutely really need this win. So you're thinking things are going to be tight. But – if you're Dallas and you're trying to win this game, the, I hate to say it, but the answer is not to give Zeke the ball. The answer is to target Amari Cooper. Cooper at home, where they've had more success with him this year, he's averaging over 10 targets per game at home, but just 5.3 on the road. So with that said, I know wow. that a lot of people are expecting Zeke. A lot of people are expecting Zeke. But don't be surprised if you see on that first, second drive, Amari Cooper, just a volume of targets. No, oh, I agree. And you saw what David Blow could do for a little bit. I mean, why can't Dak do it? And you look at Elliott's numbers the past four weeks. He's ran for 71 yards, 86, 45, and 47. Zeke's been irrelevant since what? The bye week, early November against the Giants, and, and then Philly and New York in October. I mean, it's he's done nothing really. He's been very quiet. But, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, if the um, – if the Cowboys want to do something today, they got they got to, they got to be throwing the ball. No doubt about it. I think they want to get back to him. They want to get back to that number one offense that they had uh, starting out there. So I'm guessing. Are you locking in the over? I am locking in a small play. Okay. On the over. So I was. So I wouldn't say I'm unloading on it, but I like the uh, I like the action we got there. I don't think Dallas's defense is nearly as good as they think they are as well. No. I think Chicago's going to be fired up to play at home. I think Trubisky. Kind of has the mojo right now. He was losing confidence a little bit earlier in the year, but I think that these teams will put up 43 points. Let's look at it this way. I mean, you're what? What do you know? What does John Q. Public do? They look at the recent games, right? So you're seeing Dallas scored 15 points last week. They scored less than like I think they scored like 10 or less or nine or something. Nine. The Patriots. Yeah. Yep. So you're seeing that they scored 24 points the last two weeks, and they've got to get 24 points themselves to pretty much cover this over under. So, again, Vegas kind of sending a message there to me. So, it's a, it's a light play on the over. I'm seeing it at 43, and I still feel comfortable taking it at 43, even with that half point. Okay. So, that, so you're taking the over there. I'm going to go small play in the Bears plus three. That's okay. Me, I, I, I don't gonna, mind it. That's going to be my play tonight here on Thursday Night Football. Uh, but real quick, before we end the show, Sabres tonight in Calgary, 9 o'clock, Sabres after dark. Yeah, the Sabres around plus 135 right now. The Flames at minus 155, a total of five and a half. I know the fans are going to hate me for this. My lock of the night in this game, and I'll tell you why, I'm going Sabres under two and a half goals. One reason, it's in my it's been my classic theory all year. When a team puts up a ton of goals the previous game before, I always go under, typically on the team total. I don't know what the Flames are going are gonna to do tonight. Another reason why I'm going under two and a half is because... Tristan, Monday night, doesn't do a damn funnel for a single goal. I get it. You might be behind five or six goals. You had to give your kid a bath. I'm sick of it, though. You couldn't do one chug butt at the end of the game. One? 
to show that you were alive after a big win? Oh, and tonight he's putting out these tweets. Oh, I've upgraded to the 16 ounces. You know what? That's a recipe for an under tonight. All the fans are looking for Tristan tonight, Saber after, Sabres after dark, and he, they will be disappointed once again. I'm locking in the Sabres under two and a half goals. Oh, geez. Don't tell me it's one of those, like, Connor Sheary with six minutes left in the third finally gets the Sabres on the board nights. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's the reason for my play, and that's the only reason why Sabres under two and a half lock. That's it. That's it. Okay, uh, I like the Sabres. I think they're getting a good number here, plus 140. Uh, and again, I'm going to play off the conventional better again. The conventional better is going to look, you know what, Calgary just beat this team, even if it was an OT, a couple, like about a week and a half ago. Um, you know, they got the new coach, so they got that moxie going for them. Um, overall, they're, Calgary's a really good team at home, 7-3-2 and two on the Ooh. year. So, I mean, that's a really good home, uh, home record. Yeah. With that said, I mean, I think the number really isn't giving you that. I mean, again, this is a team. So they're saying this team wins, you know, over half their home games. I mean, mm-hmm. plain and simple. And they're only getting minus 155 at home. So mm-hmm. sometimes things are telling. And so I'll play off that line. I like the Sabres in a small play there for sure. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here first. Maniacs locks tonight. Small play on the over 43 in the football game. Sabres plus 140 on the road. I'm locked. I'm locking in. Bears plus three on Thursday Night Football, and the Sabres team total under two and a half goals. Folks, thank you for joining us tonight. Follow the show at Degenerate Zone on Twitter. Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Show sponsor, Uncle Jumbo's Vodka. Good night now. 